This is Around the Rim with LaChina Robinson. Hey, basketball fans. It's your favorite producer, Tarika Foster-Brasby. No, it is not some random dude. I know my voice sounds terrible considering I am battling some type of virus that kids tend to bring around their parents when they go back to school but it is indeed me and thanks again for tuning into another episode of around the rim guys of course your host the china robinson is here and she's bringing you more exclusive interviews for our profile series that we're starting the season off with called an inside look now we have a clash of the titans matchup coming up between number four louisville and number three south carolina it's actually going to be on our air this coming up monday november 27th as this is being recorded on a wednesday and that's going to be airing on espn too so ahead of that matchup we wanted you to get an inside scoop on what both these teams are looking forward to doing this season and who better to give us a scoop on that team other than the players and the coaches themselves so first, we're going to hear from the China, um, who sat down with Coach Jeff Waltz from Louisville. And then later in the show, the China's going to talk to star junior forward Asia Wilson from South Carolina. So let's jump right in. Hello, women's basketball fans. It's LaChina Robinson, your host of Around the Rim. And um, we are excited and delighted today to have with us the head coach of the Louisville Cardinals, none other than Jeff Walls. Welcome, Jeff. Thank you very much. First, let me say happy birthday. Did you yes. do something crazy, wild? Uh, no. <laughs> no. Uh, you know, we had the little ones at home. I had a nice... Tra- uh, Chocolate meringue pie uh, for for my birthday cake. So it was great. Nice. great time with the family. Well, I am October 25th. All right. So I'm Team Scorpio. Yes, indeed. There's something very special that happens at this time of the year. I don't know everyone that is a Scorpio, but I know several. So I know Sierra, Russell Wilson's wife, is a Scorpio. Katy Perry is okay. also a Scorpio, which I think is pretty cool. Gabrielle Union. Notice all the women. Okay. I'm, no, I'm, I'm going with all the... Crystal Langhorn. Okay. Born on the tw- tw- 27th. We share a birthday. Same birthday. Becky Bonner that, uh, you know, her brother. Matt yes. Matt Bonner's 27th also. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. This is big time stuff. Yeah. I see the success, too, that comes along with people born in our time <laughs> of the year. Well, speaking of success, guys, are preseason number five. Um, last year was such an interesting year with your team because you started out a little rough. Without a doubt. Um, which was to be expected because of how young your team was. You guys are young. This is a lot of respect for your team. How do well, you how do you interpret that? I thought l- l- last year the ranking was way too high. Okay, you know we returned our two leading scorers, mm-hmm. but we graduated five seniors. Right, they kind of did everything else. I I told Mariah and my my as freshman all they had to do was score the basketball. Right, you know Life Jude. Yeah, Jude was out there guarding Mariah's man and hers. Shante <laughs> Dyer, Sarah Hammond, Sharon Vales. We're all doing the same thing for Maisha in the post. Right. So as a freshman, when all you have to do is worry about scoring. Yeah. Your your life's Life's not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty easy. (laughs) And then all of a sudden you you get to your sophomore year and now you lose those seniors. They didn't realize how good they had it. Mm. So it took us a while to get adjusted to that. Mm. Uh, Asia Durr also was coming off of preseason surgery. You know, was never quite herself. Uh, you know, we had sat down and talked about the possibility of redshirting last year also, but she, she wanted to play yeah. and the doctors had given her the green light, but she never really got back to what she can do. Right. Yeah. So, 
you know, it was a slow start for sure. Kind of got things turned around a, you know, a little bit after Christmas time. And then, you know, make a great run through the ACC, but unfortunately did not play great basketball come NCAA tournament time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where a lot of the inexperience caught up with us too. You know, we we played D- DePaul, and Doug does a fantastic job with that program. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they had some upperclassmen that when oh, it yeah. came down to nip and tuck right Making there. Big plays. Yeah, they yeah. made some big plays, and we didn't come up with some big ones. But – Really excited now with what we've learned from last year's team. Return all five starters. Mm-hmm. Add a fifth year tra- transfer. Yep. And, and Taylor Johnson, yep. who's who's Who been I'm doing a big a fan of. Great job. Love for her game. She, yeah. She she's been doing fantastic. Uh, Asia Durr's back to mm-hmm. to what we had recruited. Feeling great. Moving yes. extremely well. Uh, and then we had some very talented freshmen who are going to be able to make an immediate impact for us. Now, yeah. they might not score 20. Some size, yeah, right? We, yeah, we, we have 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, nice. Uh, Sierra Johnson and Ky- Kylie Shook. Sierra comes from Duncanville, Texas, a high school program that's, you know. Ex- yeah, unbelievable. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Kathy does a great job with that program. Yeah. You know, the, the, those kids come out prepared for college. Absolutely. Yeah. And – you know, now we've got Kylie Shook, who can shoot the basketball even even at six four. She's probably our third or fourth best three point shooter. So she'll stretch some things out. Nice to help us block some shots. Our rebounding is going to improve. Mm-hmm. So it, it's good. I mean, it's really it, it it's been a fun group to coach. Yeah, a lot of talent. I mean, you just reeled off whether it's Mariah, Maisha Hines, Allen, who we'll get to her in a minute because her story's so interesting in terms of how she's developed. But I have pegged you as the overachiever. That's what I call you because okay. I always feel like regardless of what you have on your roster, you will get blood out of a tournament. I mean, you get the most we out try. of your players. You don't always have. The best players, but because of your system, well, now you do, but because of the way you play, and I think your defensive schemes in particular have always been um, ahead of the curve. So let's go back and talk about Jeff, the basketball coach. Um, I know that you wanting to coach basketball had a lot to do, women's basketball, with your sister. Tell us that story um, of how that developed. Well, I played two years Mm -hmm. of college basketball. And uh, the good Lord did not bless, uh, bless me with very quick feet. <laughs> no way. So, yeah. You're not swift of foot, uh, Jeff? No, I'm not. <laughs> you know, it's one of those as a you know a kid, you're sitting there in high school, you, you, you get recruited, you go watch some games. It was a d- d- Division II basketball. I was like, oh, this is going to be easy. <laughs> uh, I, got that. I can do this. And then as soon as you you get out there, you're like, boy, they're, they're, they're pretty good. They're a lot, a, lot, a lot quicker than I am. So I like to say after two, uh, two seasons, I retired. Mm. So, and once I finished up voluntarily, you know, voluntarily, okay. I said, "Hey, I, I basically I walked into my my coach's office and I said, "Hey, I think I'm wasting your money." Okay, you know, I was a full scholarship athlete, and he was like, "You know what? I, I'll have to agree with you." Yeah, <laughs> I think so we're seeing out you know, I finished out this the semester on scholarship. I, I gave up my scholarship, but with that, I knew I was going to have to get a job. I was going to have to make some money to pay for school. Yeah, uh, seventh grade girls' job was open. At the 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 middle school where I went to school, so I coached seventh grade girls for two years. Wow! So that's how I got started, and then my sister had always played AAU basketball over in Ohio. Mm-hmm. There really wasn't a K- Kentucky program to play for, mm-hmm. so I talked to her. She agreed if I put try try to put a team together that she'd play, and was very fortunate for, for the two years. 
95, 96 out of high school in Kentucky, those graduating classes were very strong. Wow. Uh, Ukari Figs yep. came out in, 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 in 1995. Shea Lunsford played for the New York Liberty, yep. played at, at Western Kentucky. Uh, Marita Porter played up at Ohio State. Those three were in the 95 graduating class. Mm-hmm. And then you had my sister, Jamie Walls, and Kyra Elsey in the 96 class. So all th- those five kids all played together. So you had something to work with. So there. we had, so it wasn't, <laughs> yeah, I didn't do too much. I mean, you know, I think they all agreed to play because we didn't practice. Yeah. We went, we met the day before the state tournament, went down to, to Frankfurt, played the Kentucky state tournament. Mm-hmm. And then we met a day before the national tournament, which was up in, in Cleveland, Ohio. We went up there and finished third. Wow. So that's how I kind of got started into it. Uh, and then, you know, everybody was recruiting my sister at the time also, so I had a lot of people offer me jobs, mm. you know. Okay, that uh, works. <laughs> you know, yeah, everybody asked me all, all the time, you know, like, hey, how can I get into coaching? And I always ask them, how old are your parents? You know, <laughs> right. can they still have a daughter or right. not, you know? It, right. It's yeah. a good way to start. I love that. I love that. And I know you talk a lot about, you know, your time under Coach Sanford and how that helped you develop yes. as well, especially – as I mentioned, you know, what you do defensively, regardless of, of what kind of offensive talent, you know, I love your, your switching defenses and some of that. What did, how did that develop in, in some of the way you do your scouting? And I mean, because I think you've always done an incredible job, especially on that end. I appreciate that. You know, it's, it's something we take a lot of pride in scouting. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're going to go through game and game and game of film, try, trying to figure out, you know, what's the weak link. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's got their star player. So our goal is to figure out how can we make the second, the third, the fourth, the fifth, fifth best player take the most shots. Mm. You know, I, we we want to eliminate their number one option, their number two option. Mm-hmm. And at times we'll go into games where we won't guard people. You know, mm-hmm. we'll we'll invite them to shoot. Right. And like, you know. We played some games where I've told kids, hey, if this player makes shots, we're going to lose. Because I know if we allow the best player to, to, to take them, she's going to make them. Right. You know, and we've had a lot that have turn, turned out in our favor. Now, as we continue to get better players, which we're, we're very excited about the, the, the talent that we have right now. It's probably the deepest team that we've had. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to be able to do some more things straight up. You yeah. know, let's play man uh, man to man. Let's we'll double the post when needed. Mm-hmm. But we might not have to junk as much up, right? To try right. to cover up some of some our weaknesses, right? Yes, makes sense. Makes total sense. So one of your strengths, your major strengths, and I say that in every way, is Maisha Hines Allen. Um, you know, she's an interesting player because. I'm not going to say she's positionless, but she does a lot of different things. I know she's growing in her guard skill set still, but her her physical ability allows her to move around the floor and do a lot. With her being, you know, the ACC accolades, what do you think it is that she does that causes teams the most trouble? Well, I think it's just what you said. Her her ability to play away from the basket mm-hmm. and then play some with her back to the basket. Yeah, she she's not a a, a big time back to the basket. Let me, you know, make mm-hmm. a great post move. Yeah, player. But what she does very well is we'll get her the ball in the post and she'll reverse pivot out of it. Yes. And then when she's fa- facing up, if you don't guard her, she knocks down that ten, twelve foot jump shot at a high percentage. Yeah. And if you come at her, she does have the guard skills to get around. Yeah, she score. can put on the deck. Yes. So 
you know, that's where she's at at, at her best. Mm-hmm. And she spent a lot of the summer really working on her ball handling and her outside shot. Yeah. Is she, you know, the the further she can extend her range, mm-hmm. the harder it is going to be for people to guard her. Yeah. So that's what I've been most impressed with so far. Well, and I think too when I when I think about her abilities around the basket, it's her rebounding, it's just her physicality. Yeah. You know, it's just so rare for you to see a, a player with that combination of skill set that you know, I mean, she will kill you on the glass. She's also the first player out in transition, but she can also face up and shoot a nice jumper. The player that I think I'm very curious to see how she performs this year is Mariah. And I just wanted you to share maybe quickly, you know, how important with more talent now on your roster is she? Am I over, um, you know, estimating what I think her impact will need to be? I know last year was not the best season for her, but it was her sophomore year. You know what I mean? I mean, she's right. still got a lot of growing to do. So where's where's her position on your team? No, I mean, you know what? She 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 struggled towards the end of the season, mm-hmm. you know, and what she's been really working on is a pull-up jump shot because, mm-hmm. you know, what we've kind of explained to her, like right now, she's a great spot-up three-point shooter. Yeah. can knock down the three at a pretty high percentage. And then she normally tries to get to the rim, and she gets fouled a lot. Mm-hmm. But as the year progressed, the officiating changed. Yep. You know, because sometimes she was creating and making the contact. Yes. You know, it, so the officials weren't calling that as much of a foul. So now when that when that happens, you've got to learn to shoot a pull-up jump shot. Yep. So she's been working on that part of her game. Uh, you know, the thing that she does so well, she sees the floor she's as well as anybody that I've coached. I agree, Jeff. Her passing, yeah. I mean, her passing ability is, is unbelievable. No, is she she is a great instincts for, uh, for the game. And I think that's where you'll really see her start to take off even more because of the better players that we're surrounding her with. Yeah. You know, she's able to make these passes, and now we're we're going to be finishing around the basket. So it will not surprise me if she leads us in assists. Yeah. Oh, no again, doubt. Th- uh, this year. Yeah, she's a really, really good player. A couple more questions for me just quickly. Um, you know, I always think of you as someone who is ahead of the curve when it comes to rules and when it comes to women's basketball, just changes, just things that you would like to see happen with the game. You know, we just went through a rash of rule changes with the quarters and – all of that advancing the ball, but what are some things that you think still need to happen for the game to get to where it needs to be? It could be recruiting, it could be whatever rules. Well, sure. No, I, I, game rules. Yes. You know, I, I'd love some simple ones. If you foul before the ball's put in play, mm. you know, like yeah. they do at the pro level. Yes. You know, you foul before the ball put, puts in, is put in play, it's a free throw and the ball out again. Yep. You know, that's going to eliminate, because we do it. Like, you know, if it's a two two point game, three point game yeah. with twelve seconds left, I'm gonna foul your worst free throw shooter before the ball's put in play. No doubt. Yep. I'm gonna hold him. Yep. You know, what whatever I have to do to make sure she's going to the free throw line and your best player's not. Yep. Uh yeah, you can't do that in WBA. No, you can't. And that's to me it's simple. <laughs> yeah. I love the feeble rule of an offensive rebound. The shot clock is set back, I think, to fourteen. Yes. You know Yeah, that was that was actually WNBA this year too. They, well, okay. Rebound. That's yep. I I I love that. Yeah. Let's speed the game up. Let's well, make it you know, you get an offensive rebound, it's not another thirty. Yeah, because I think research showed that the reason why they were able to make that change is that most teams after an offensive rebound shoot it within the first nine seconds of getting that rebound. So why are we spending an entire possession on that in the yeah. floor? Which yeah. I like, and especially towards the end of the game. Yeah. You know, if, if there's 40 seconds left, you're down two, and all of a sudden somebody get, gets it down to 25, I don't have to foul 
if they shoot it, get the rebound, now it's still back to 14, so now you're still going to have to make a play yep. Yep. at the offensive end. I like that, yeah. So those, those are two of the main ones that I, I would love to see put into our game. Yeah, yeah. Um, recruiting, you know, we're working re- really hard right now tr- to try to get the best model out there for the recruiting process. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's part of it. Yeah. I tell people all, all the time, it's, it used to, we used to, July recruiting is simple. Compared to what it, it used to be, we used to leave the house June 25th. Oh, I remember. And come home August the 4th. Now there's a week off in the middle of July, oh, which seven, never happened. It's seven yeah. ten seven. I mean, yeah. you know, you, you would honestly pack up the 25th, 26th of June and not come you home until the 4th. Yeah. You know, now when you're 25, 26 and you're single, that's that's a life. You right. kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> we're in Vegas. We're in yeah. California. We're, we're all over the place. Yeah. So things are a lot better, but we are always trying to figure out what's the best model that's not only going to benefit coaches, but it's also going to benefit the student athlete. Yeah, which I think is important. Well, Jeff, I could talk to you all day. My producer's telling me I've got to wrap up, but thank you for just everything you bring to the game. You know, the one thing I always think about with your program is just how much great balance you guys have. You as a dad, you know, how much fun you guys have. I remember one of my fondest memories was, I think I was talking to Stephanie and she was telling me about you guys ran a play from the Mighty Ducks in a game. We have a good time. <laughs> so you have a wonderful time. And I love that because there's not just one way to do it, you know, and, and I think it's important to keep it in perspective, to make it fun. Everybody's working hard and you've still been able to have well, success even with all that. I so. sure appreciate it. It, it. It's important to me. We have a staff that, you know, a, a lot of us are married with kids and I, and I want the kids to be around practice because, yeah. you know, my players have been a big influence on my children. Yeah. You know, I came home from practice yesterday, and my daughter at three wanted to know how Maisha did. Aww. I said, uh, she was okay She's today. Okay. <laughs> and then her next response is like, what What happened? Oh, Why? did she? You know, so, I mean, it, it's great because yeah. the players can be such a big in- impact yeah. on kids. Well, we are excited about your season and looking for big things from the cards. Thanks so much. Thanks, Jeff. Fans, don't go anywhere because after the break, we're going to hear from Asia Wilson, who goes in-depth about her summer, about what she's looking forward to doing this coming up season, and much more. Stay tuned. We have a very, very special guest with us right now. Um, I'm biased. You know, we've got some guards around here, but being a former post player myself and being left-handed, I am a big fan of this young woman. Please join me in welcoming the South Carolina Gamecocks own Asia Wilson. Welcome, Asia. Oh, thank you for having me. Well, I mean, goodness, I can't believe you're a junior already. I know. Time I know. is flying. So let's let's start with this summer. What what was your highlight of the summer? Um, ooh, this summer just had to be spending time with my family. It was finally a summer where I I didn't really have anything to do. Uh, USA wasn't going on, so uh, this is finally just one I had to relax and just get to know get to know my. Other family uh, outside of my mom and dad, you know, okay. kind of branch out a little bit. Oh, so it was yeah. really fun. <laughs> I know how I know about branching out. I've got yeah. fifteen brothers and sisters, oh, okay. so there's <laughs> lots of branches that come when your family is that big. So I totally get it. Yeah. Um, and you mentioned being away from USA basketball, but I know you were watching as Coach Staley was yes, coaching the U.S. Definitely. team. What did you think watching? 
um, her be a part of that and, and they're just the USA's run being that you're, you've been a big part of USA basketball? Oh, it was great to see them uh, out there and also just to see her there in Rio and just following her tweets and just really just seeing her in her element <laughs> just knowing that, the, oh, yeah, that's Coach Daly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so just seeing them and, of course, watching them win gold was just phenomenal for them. She was definitely in her element because she didn't have her Starbucks. Yes. So she was acting up about yes, that. she really uh, was. She had a Starbucks couple things. Dance. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. So, I mean, I was just talking to Dawn Staley a minute ago about what you guys have done at South Carolina. But let me start with this. Before the Gamecocks got big time like you are now, I used to say, what happens in South Carolina? Like, I know <laughs> there's like Georgia Peaches. There's the Minnesota Lakes. Like, every state has their thing. So why have you here? What is the big, other than the Gamecocks, what's oh. the big thing about South Carolina? Because you're from Hopkins, right? I am. So you got to represent for home. I am. Oh, the big thing about South Carolina. I would just have to be just like our downtown area. Just mm. kind of five points, the Vista. It's sort of a nice place to kind of just kind of relax and just chill out a little bit. <laughs> Okay, I, I I need to visit. Yeah, um, <laughs> look, I'm trying to imagine <laughs> what that experience is like. I've had fun though. Every yeah. time I come to South Carolina, That's and nice. especially with the fans you guys have built. I mean, I think the season ticket number is at ten thousand right now. Right. Yes. That is incredible. <laughs> Tell me what it's been like to be a part of that, like watching the growth of of the program and the fan support. Uh, it's been amazing just to kind of watch the growth. I know with me just being from uh, South Carolina and just going to the game sometime and like kind of yelling across and be like, what's up, y'all? Hey. And then now it's like you can barely even hear your own self thinking there. So just being a part of the legacy and just the program that Coach Daly has really turned around. It's always a great thing. I think I'm going to be very excited to tell my children this later on down the road that I was a part of something that was major in South Carolina. Very, very special. I mean, and the lights have been on you from day one. I mean, being the number one <laughs> overall recruit, I, re I still remember like it was yesterday, you making your announcement of where you were planning on going to school. <laughs> as you're looking at what you've accomplished so far in your career, what has your experience as a college basketball player been like? Um. It's been a roller coaster ride. <laughs> it really has. I mean, I wouldn't trade it for the world, though. I've learned a lot of life lessons and also the lessons about the game. So it's been exciting. Uh, I, I I can't wait until, like you said, my junior years, my junior years coming up, my junior season. So I'm just excited to see what the future has to hold. But it has been a roller coaster of just ups and downs, good and bad. So hey, it's a part of it. So I wouldn't trade it. But the respect level is high. I mean, the AP poll has you guys. Preseason number four. What yeah. does that mean to you in terms of just um, the expectation that now is there? Um, it means a lot to me, uh, especially just kind of coming from people will be like, oh, we're playing South Carolina. Okay, that's an easy win. To now we're having a target on our back. So just being ranked that number and just, just being in the talk about it is just a lot of fun. And I just take a lot of pride in it. And also just being from there, being from South Carolina, and just knowing that I'm playing with South Carolina across my chest and playing for my state, is it means a lot. So the expectations are high, but I think we handle it very well. Yeah, that kind of gives me chills that you're from South Carolina <laughs> and you're helping to build something in South Carolina. Like, that gives me just little tinglies. <laughs> so when we think about your game in general, yeah. I'm always touting the fact that you're left-handed, which I think, I think is an <laughs> advantage for a basketball player. But I know you're a big fan of Elena Deladon. I, I know am. you watch a lot of WNBA. Love your social media presence um where do you fit in position wise in your opinion in terms of your skill set where you are but then also where you want to be um I like the four position I like kind of the versatile side of it where if I have a big girl on me I can take her kind of out and then if I have a little a little guard on me or something I can take him into the post so just kind of being versatile and I hopefully in the future uh this year 
fingers crossed, I have my three-point together and just kind of expanding my game. And uh, I love watching Elena Deladon and Candace Parker play because I really, I really try to shape my game after them with a little Asia, pinch of Asia in there. So <laughs> just watching them and just seeing how they read the defense and just taking it to a whole nother level and playing at that level, it's, it's exciting. So, yeah, the four positions where I'm comfortable right now. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's interesting. I don't remember... I think when I played, when I was at the four spot, it was just a good thing if I could hit a high post jumper. Like, if I could hit a free throw jump shot, that dictated whether you were a five or you were a four. Yes. But looking at Candace Parker, yeah. players like yourself, Elena Deladon, Brianna Stewart, mm-hmm. it's really changing where yeah. players with size are multi-skilled. Take me back to when you first started learning the game. Um, and... Were you kind of pushed into the post? Did you always have freedom to kind of roam? And how your game developed from being a young girl? Well, uh, in the beginning, I did not like basketball. I hated it. My dad really kind of tricked me into playing it. From So I was kind of forced to kind of play basketball. And then I slowly started to fall in love with it. But in the beginning, I was little. I was a little skinny, little thing, a little short thing. So I was at the guard position, AAU. Well, when I played, because I really was helping people get water. But when I did get in the game, I was I was a guard. So that's when my dad really kind of helped me with ball handling and just kind of shooting from the outside. And then all of a sudden in high school, I just shot up. So that's where the height came in. So just uh, I think that's when I started to feel more comfortable inside the three-point arc and just kind of working my game there. So I was kind of in between roaming around and also just kind of thrown into the post because of my height. Well, I wish they would have thrown me on the perimeter because my <laughs> dribbling skills were close to nothing when I got to school. They were like, well, you got to play down there because you can't really dribble that well. So I admire what you do with your size as well. You. Um, you know, I'm going to go ahead and go on record and just say that you and Elena Coates are the deadliest front court combination <laughs> in the country this year. Um, what has it been like? playing with her I mean I automatically start to go back to WNBA and I'm thinking Candace Parker and Neka Ogumake yeah what has it been like playing with her and how have you guys been able to develop the chemistry that you have well Elena and I have been playing since AAU days we were 13 years old I mean she was of course bigger than me but we were uh and I didn't think I was going to be opposed at the time so we've been we've been together for a long time and so when we both got to South Carolina uh we just clicked. It was nothing different from where we played when we were 13 or 14 years old. So uh, I think it's a healthy balance to kind of have Elena kind of being your true five player with the back to the basket and having me kind of roaming around. So it's a healthy balance that I think we formed at South Carolina. I think it's something that's hard to guard, honestly. I do. I Sometimes I watch film of Elena now and I'm like, how in the world did we do that? Like, what what is going on out there on the court? Like, I'm amazed sometimes. I'm like, okay, good catch, Lay, good yeah. pass, Lay, okay. So sometimes I even sit back and think to myself, geez, I can only imagine what someone's scout report's looking like. Right. So I think it's a lot of fun, and I think the chemistry just kind of came along with something that we've formed way, way back. Yeah, let me tell you what that scout report looks like. Get there immediately. <laughs> um, that's pretty much the scouting report. And when you stretch beyond what you guys have in the front court, obviously – very talented this year with yeah. some transfers. Kayla Davis, Alicia Gray, mm-hmm. Bianca Cuevas will be full-time at the at the point guard position. Yeah. What have practices been like with this new configured group so far? Um, They've been very competitive, very competitive. We've been coming at each other's necks. We've been going in, and that's, that's a part of it. I think that's exciting. I think um, last year 
we were, coach was trying to get us off the train track. She was kind of letting us play, so that's the last thing she needed to tell us. We're just about to go in, <laughs> right? But um, it's it's been fun so far. It's really been fun getting to uh getting to actually play with Alicia and Kayla because last year we had a little time with them, but now this year we're on the court with them all the time. So just kind of getting to play with them, it's a lot of fun. Now is Coach Staley bringing back some of the things she learned from the Olympics? Is she constantly telling you guys, "Well, this is what Maya Moore did, yes. and this is what <laughs> yes. what has been some advice that she's brought back that has helped you guys?" Um, just coming together as a team, uh, just hitting each other's hands on free throws, running to get water, just the really little things that really made made and helped them make uh, win gold. So I knew when I was seeing her sit on that bench, I was like, "Oh, she's gonna come back thinking she's gonna have this whole USA <laughs> gold medalist group," <laughs> and we're not. We're still twenty twenty one years year old so yeah. she's working with us but she has brought back a lot that she learned and we're just taking it all in i could totally see you one day playing on that same environment <laughs> and winning a gold medal of your own well you have gold medals but with the u.s <laughs> national team um your schedule you guys are going to be challenged um yes. before we even talk sec <laughs> who are you looking forward to playing in the non-conference the most um ooh, i like i'm looking forward to uh play against louisville that that's the team. I mean, I would say Ohio State. We played them last year, but this Louisville's a different team. We haven't really played them, so I'm excited to play them. And, it, and it's on a neutral site, so I'm excited to kind of travel and to play them. But like you said, we do have a a, a pretty good preseason schedule. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm looking, and I, I think it's great. You know, yeah. as a fan of the game, when I take my media hat off, <laughs> um, I want to see the big games. Like, yeah. I want to see the big players, big games. You know, like. Put it all on the line. Who's going to win? So when you think about college basketball, step outside of South Carolina Gamecocks for a minute. Mm -hmm. Who do you like to watch play the game? I did like to watch Brianna Stewart, but she's going now. But um, I would have to say Kelsey Mitchell. Hmm. She has the one of the quickest releases I've ever seen in the game of uh, in our game. Uh, just to see her and just her. Uh, where she shoots the ball is crazy. So uh, that's that's a player that I've, I've, I've kind of watched during the season and just kind of take my uniform off. Like you right. said, take, it back, take my uniform off and just kind of watch the game. Be a cheerleader yeah. for a minute. Yeah, I, I love Kelsey as well as we talked about. She's left-handed. Yeah. So once yeah. again, um, she's phenomenal. But when you – looking at the landscape of women's basketball right now, being in this position, go mm -hmm. back to your early days of watching the game. Do you remember who some of your who you looked up to, like as a young girl? Um, I looked up to Candace Parker. I would, uh, my my mom would get so mad at me because I'll find a brush and even try to get my baby hairs laid, my head red because I done brushed my my forehead to death. So that was someone that I really wanted to pattern my game after. She was some someone that I really just looked up to, and uh, as a person on and off the court. So that was someone that I really, really wanted to pattern my game after. And so did you watch every game of the finals? Uh, No, not every game. Probably not. But I did watch a lot, just her uh, her game a lot. Were you happy that she ended up winning? You wanted her to get that championship? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yes, yes. I get I that was feeling. So excited I think a lot of watched, that's the one game I did watch at Coach Daly's house. I was like, ooh, yes. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of Candace Parker, who was an SEC great of her mm -hmm. own, Looking at the conference, uh, and it's funny, when you mentioned Kelsey Mitchell, the first thing I thought about was Victoria Vivian's and her yes. quick release. I'm yes. like, that's another. <laughs> Don talked about that earlier today. But um, Diamond Shields is here. Mm -hmm. There's so much talent across the board. When you describe what it's like to play in the SEC, how do you describe it? Oh, ooh, that's a good question. I can't even describe it. I just I love the league so much because every night, Something can change. It's not you can't go into 
an SEC game and be like, oh, they got it. Like, it, anything can happen. Our, our league is so competitive. The teams in our league are so competitive. So I really can't pinpoint a one word to describe our league. I just really enjoy playing in it. Yeah, and I think this year, I mean, we were looking, obviously, at just rankings and yeah. different things and thinking about all the great players. Like, I'm super, super excited. What arena, though, in the SEC do you love playing in? Colonial Life Arena. Oh, <laughs> other than Colonial Life. Other I know, I gave, you, I gave you one there. Hmm. You score buckets everywhere, so it really doesn't matter. Is that <laughs> what you're saying? Like, I can go into any gym in the SEC and just get it going? Yeah, any gym. I like all so the it's gyms. not the hump, is it? No? Hmm. At Tennessee? Yeah, Tennessee is going to be. Yeah, I like it. I, I enjoy playing in Tennessee. It's a lot of orange, though. My eyes hurt from all that orange, but I like playing there. <laughs> it's nice. Or LSU. Well, yeah, I think those would be some of the best games this year between <laughs> you guys and Tennessee. Obviously, yeah. Mississippi State, which I really enjoyed covering last year in the NCAA tournament. So it should be another competitive, great season. Well, I think that is it. Tarika has to give us the thumbs up, thumbs down. <laughs> I can talk to you all day, but just no. let me say I'm excited for you and everything you've accomplished and continue to do big things in South Carolina. Now, you know what the biggest thing is for me in South Carolina? Asia Wilson. Oh, thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> LaChina Robinson, that's Asia Wilson. Thanks for joining us. Fans, keep listening to Around the Rim. And we're very excited to bring you these exclusive interviews as well as getting back to our normal format of our four-quarter system. We don't want you to think that we've completely lost it or that we've gone anywhere from it because we haven't. But we definitely want to hear from you. So please reach out to us on social media, whether that's Twitter or whether that's Facebook. Use the hashtag Around the Rim. LaChina Robinson is at LaChina Robinson. You can find me at Sports underscore. Until next week, guys. Thank you for listening to Around the Rim. Check out more podcasts from ESPN on the ESPN app.